You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. This is Randy. In the future, time travel will be a thing. You thought spoilers were bad now. This is Jesse. In the future, Hollywood studios will get tired of paying outlandish salaries for leading men and women, so they will simply animate everything. So get ready for the animated remake of Aaron Brockovich, voice acted by someone affordable. This is Melanie. In the future, there will be a special internet task force that goes around taking down all spoilers and punishing those who post them. Welcome to the Grolix Podcast, episode number 91. Is it? We're in the end game now, <laughs> which, is, which is actually way more ominous put to like, what does that mean for a podcast? Ooh. What does Don't that mean? Don't say things such as that. Yeah, I know, right? I just worried. Our few like diehards, I really just worried them, I think. <laughs> Episode 100, we've been talking about it for years. But don't worry, there's a spoiler ban on episode 100, so you'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, welcome to the Grolix Podcast. Uh, First off, first note, this episode is a quick turnaround episode. We are recording it the night, technically the night it goes up, which means I am not cutting um. So any future, I, this should have been my future prediction, any future potential clients of Randall Sylvie, <laughs> this is not the episode to listen to. This episode is going to cost me the money somehow in the future, I feel like. That's okay. And, but for you, listener, yeah, I mean, whatever. It's still going to be Grolix. I, I always leave awkwardness in. It's going to be that, but it will be a little edit light. But yeah. if you want better sounding audio for your podcast, you could find better sounding audio at podedit.com. Man, if we could afford to pay podedit.com, we would do it and it would make a world of difference. I agree. Yep. It's not a good pitch. We could, <laughs> we could afford it. We're just cheap and don't <laughs> care about the quality of our sound. <laughs> Otherwise, we'd go to the very affordable podedit.com. Or you could just say, good for us, we get potted.com for cheap, <laughs> but for free, really. Well, we you get, get what free, we get. This is we what get the pot get. edit that you pay for. That's, this is a, we get what we pay for with pot edit. So, <laughs> which is a worse pitch than the bad pitch that we just did. Okay. Oh, let's, let's move along. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Can't imagine why. No wonder I don't get clients that come over from, yeah, I heard you on Grolix. That doesn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, this episode, uh, we are going to be talking about, this is exciting because normally we are so behind the curve on things. Mm -hmm. We're going to be talking about Endgame and this is actually going like a week, like it came out a week ago. That's pretty good. And there will be spoilers um, and... Given that it's only been a week since it came out, like we're definitely normally by the time we talk spoilers, it doesn't matter. Like a thing's been out for years or at least several months. Uh, no. In fact, we're right on time with the spoilers, according to I didn't hear this, but Jesse has 
Oh yeah, okay. uh, wait, the Russos they they put out this big time spoiler ban, and uh, the, I'm I'm guessing there is a trailer for Spider Man that comes out. Uh, well, when you hear this, so Monday, I'm I'm guessing we're getting a Spider Man trailer, and there's going to be spoilers in that. So magically, the Russo spoiler ban is lifted as of uh, now, as of when you're hearing this. So we can spoil Avengers Endgame, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the spoiler ban. Wow, people really listen to that. Yeah, it, yeah. it worked It worked real well, I, right? Did it? <sighs> we talked about... <laughs> actually, I think we sidetracked ourselves with Game of Thrones, but we talked about the spoiler situation a little bit on the pre-show. Um, but... Okay, we're going to be talking about, I feel bad for doing this right off the top, but I don't know when we're going to actually jump into spoilers. So we're just the spoiler warning the whole episode right now. Right. Mm -hmm. So Twitter, just Twitter itself slightly spoiled things. And it's not like I didn't know, but the one spoiler I actually managed because we, me, I made a point to go Saturday. Me and Melanie went, well, technically it was so late it was Sunday, but that was the only showing we could get into. Yeah. But we went Saturday opening weekend, which I never do because I didn't want it spoiled. Right. Um, but Twitter, uh, like Friday or mm-hmm. Saturday, uh, thank you, Avengers, was the hashtag was trending. And I'm like, thank you, Avengers. And it says, you know, if you look in the little sidebar, if it's like, a, you know, a specific hashtag, they have like a, the Twitter moment set up for it. It'll give a little oh, description. And yeah. it's just like fans think fans are thinking Avengers one last time or something like that. I'm like, well, thanks. Yeah. Like, I know they're probably leaving, but, like, that's con- confirmation that the Avengers as we know them are probably done. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is not inaccurate. So I yeah. was a little upset just at Twitter itself. I'm like, that right there is kind of a spoiler. Yeah. Well, and then, then the thing that kept going out is uh, there's no end credit scenes because this is the end game. Oh, good thing we didn't wait then, huh? Yeah, I did not know there were not end credit scenes. Oh, yeah. And I was not waiting. Nope. We we went to this... Did it, it was like the 1 a.m. showing or 12.50. 12, oh, God. Yeah. 12, yeah. 12.50. So we didn't get out of there till 4, after 4 in the morning. I was not waiting. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to pee for the second time during that movie. <laughs> like the last 45 minutes, I had to pee. And I had already went once during the movie. I had a long movie. Yeah, and it was so late that once we were done with our popcorn, we couldn't even get a refill. Yeah, <laughs> they were like, "No, we shut off the poppers. Poppers take forever to heat up." It did. I was so mad. <laughs> I went out there, and they had a lady the cleaning out the popcorn with a broom, and I'm like, "Wait, <laughs> broom that into this. <laughs> <laughs> broom that into this cup." <laughs> so <laughs> anything, grab some cups. Put, I'll take it all. <laughs> Th- throw it in a bag. I'll take it home with me, and yeah. put cherry coke on top. Why not? Uh, (laughs) so did you guys have stuff spoiled for endgame jesse i know you were later to like you waited a few days i i waited until um the tuesday of the next week and uh actually i didn't have anything like really spoiled for me which is kind of a miracle because i went on was Thursday the first day that uh, that they were showing it? 
Yeah, I think so. Okay, so Thursday I went la- the week before last. Yeah, I went Thursday, and because um, uh, Daydream Instruction Manual was at Alamo Draft House, like doing things with the movie, and uh, so I, I volunteered to help out with that. And uh, one of the things we were doing was interviewing people as they came out of the theater. And so oh, I was like, geez. we are tempting fate. I don't like this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, like we we prefaced with no spoilers, would you think kind of thing. And uh, I mean, we can get into what people's reactions to the film were. Uh, and I can I can give you some <laughs> insights into how it looks to someone who uh, hasn't seen the movie. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah, do we want to talk? Do we want to kind of have our discussion before we do that, or do we just want to? Re- I don't know, because I, yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. Well, I mean, like, you, had you heard anything about the people's reactions uh, to the film before you saw it, or you you guys went Saturday, so maybe there wasn't a whole lot out there yet. There wasn't a whole lot, and I was doing my best to avoid basically everything, right? Um, because I I wanted to use Facebook and Twitter again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then, uh, and then Game of Thrones happened, and we didn't watch that. And I'm like, well, I guess I still can't use Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. Um, but uh, so the only thing I had saw, I didn't read any reviews. The only thing I had seen is one of my friends on Facebook had posted. I don't think he liked it. Oh. Because he posted a status that was essentially FN game, and it's crappy writers. So, and I'm like, oh, that's not great. <laughs> Wow. But he doesn't have the best taste in movies. So I was like, okay, well, I'm still hopeful. Right. right. Maybe it's maybe it's too good and he didn't <laughs> like it. <laughs> too yeah. good for you. It's not. So- <laughs> <laughs> oh. Spoil- spoilers. We know where Mel's going with this one. So, but yeah, otherwise I hadn't heard anything. Generally, I got the impression that everybody was loving it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Basically, okay. I was hearing overwhelming praise. Yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Other than the one guy, uh, I was hearing very good things. It wasn't horrible. You were trash talking it before we even had the I theater, know. and I'm just I like, I can't help it. I was like, stop it. <laughs> well, you want me to be all like dreamy about it I and not want, no. think of the practical things yeah, I, that make no sense. I didn't say that at all. Well, you're like, you're like, the time travel thing just doesn't matter. We're gonna listen. We're gonna get all into it. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, we're gonna get into that. <laughs> okay, are we just gonna are we just gonna do it now? Or are we just gonna get into well, it? Well, okay. So, first of all, let's answer the question: Did this spoiler yes. ban work? No, no, no. Because well, De- there was a guy that like uh, like a football player tweeted out uh, basically the like the end, and like uh-huh. uh, like that guy's in some he's in some internet heat right now because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, sorry. Sp- just because you're the director doesn't mean you're gonna stop the internet from ruining it. Yeah, I mean they they could say spoiler ban, but there's not. If nobody signed a contract, nobody cares. They're not going to listen to that. But there, I think there were a couple people maybe that the internet is like, I hate you, forever. <laughs> right. This movie made so much money. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this it's still making money. They're talking was, it's going to beat everything. I mean, it, it was like what was the initial figures I was seeing on like Sunday was like one point two billion dollars. Like it was yeah. insane. And part of that, I bet, is because people didn't want to get it spoiled. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. So the people that were coming out of the theater, Jesse, what, the, the they were they said they liked it. Um, it was so weird. Okay, so like they would come out and they're just silent, 
You know, like, like that's what, what I had heard mostly was that, okay, it's really, really good, but you're going to need an entire box of Kleenexes or something like that. And like they were, they were coming out like super, like almost morose. They were zombie like almost. And, uh, and our job was to like get a quick Facebook live video of people's reactions after the movie. It was like the most ill conceived, uh, PR stunt of all time because like nobody was like, like nobody was like doing that <laughs> like like everybody's just like like uh oh i'm gonna go to my car now <laughs> well, like, we're like hey of, did you of, like the movie <laughs> part, part the movie of the, ended the movie ended 35 minutes ago and i'm still just i'm just now getting out of the theater so, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. well yeah that's yeah part of what i'm saying is that it was so long yeah if it if it was shorter it might not have been quite as bad but i don't know there were, i thought there were a couple a couple of teary moments, but I didn't think it was all that sad. Right. That's yeah. I, I think it was I, more like a shock type of thing. Like a, sh- I don't know if it was like eye strain mixed with whoa with mixed with I don't know, but it was just like this very. It's hard to explain. It was a hard to explain like reaction from people, but they were just like kind of like. I don't know, like the thousand mile stare kind of thing. <laughs> I was like, did this movie traumatize you? I mean, like we did get some sound clips of people, but like it was a great movie kind of thing. But I think it being that fresh, a lot of people just didn't even know how to process it or what to say about it. That's actually probably, yeah, no, that's a good point. That's probably more of it because, and we can get into this more in the review itself, but. It's hard to process because there's so much. There's like, because essentially there's a lot of good stuff and there's a lot of stuff that just doesn't make sense. So I could see people being conflicted. I don't know. I just got a reference that, uh, that may be borderline spoilery now, actually. It's not, it's not spoilery, but it is spoilery if you know what it means. Uh, we asked, uh, like thumbs up, thumb, thumbs down. Like, how did you feel about the movie? And and the guy said three thousand thumbs up. And okay. now I get it. Now I get it. It's clever. But at the time, I was like, "Whoa, three thousand thumbs up!" I have no idea what this means. That's a lot of thumbs. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, let's get into it. I guess. Okay. All right. Turn the bandaid off. off. As we always do. Well, we all know what we, what, what how familiar we with, we're with this going in. But initial impressions, what did you guys think of Avengers Endgame? That's difficult. <laughs> That's such a complicated <laughs> answer. It is complicated, yeah. Can, um, I, can I break it into parts? No, yeah, let's just go to the review. I was just curious to see what the initial, like, if you've I'm, had, like. I'm going to say I liked it, and now I'm mm-hmm. going to tear it apart with my teeth. That's the thing. Like, I think the last, initially, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I knew right away, for one, because of Melanie's, like, before we were even out of the theater, she's tearing it apart. And, as soon as that one thing, I was like, you at know least that let one us thing. get out of the theater. Ugh. But, but uh, oh, I'm excited for that discussion. Uh, that's yeah. the, it's I, on that's my, the it's on I'm my list. I, I think I even know. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing I'm most excited for this episode. But uh, I, I liked it a lot. But even then, I was like, I like it. It's going to sound like we hate it on the yeah. podcast. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the last couple of days, I've kind of, I, I still haven't changed my mind on it. Like, I still like it. I think there's a lot of good stuff. I, 
I think there's a lot of stuff that is not good, though, in mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I like the beginning. It's it's okay. Um, I like some of the middle. And I don't care for the end. Okay. That's that's my... Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Yeah. yeah I don't care for the very, very end. Um, after the big battle. That stuff... Like, I get it. I get why they did it. But that stuff kind of drags, and that's probably why, partially why you get the thousand yard stare of people coming out of the theaters because it's three hours long, and it's not nonstop action, which is good. But all the action is crunched into the section of the movie that feels like the movie should be ending now, right? And then the big, the big final battle starts, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then we go into funerals and stuff after that, and I'm like. Or a funeral and all this. Mm-hmm. And that stuff, it at three hours long, it kind of drags on forever. I, and I, I get... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I got this impression, too, that there was that it was so jam-packed and so tightly edited down to, to get it to this three-hour mark uh, that there was almost no good times to go to the restroom. Like, that's, that's what things were saying. It was like, if you're going to go to the restroom, go now. And then, then I saw the movie, and I'm like... I could have went to the bathroom any time in the first two hours and been fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, there's stuff that happens, but I I don't feel like I I felt like that was um, misrepresented. I don't feel, I don't feel like there's a lot that you couldn't miss. I think there's a lot you could miss and it'd be fine. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why you know belly rubbins and. Belching is essential. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so, okay, first, let's start with, how about, let's start with the stuff we liked, the stuff that really worked, because, listener, if you like this movie, we haven't even started yet. But, uh, <laughs> I was like, you're gonna, you're still going to like it, at least for about yeah, 10 and, more minutes. And I think we all, I mean, Melanie, maybe less so, but I think we all said we like it. Um. So let's talk a little bit about the things specifically that we liked. Not necessarily scenes, but just the aspects we liked before mm-hmm. we get into the nitpick stuff and the less, the more mm-hmm. of the less nitpicky stuff, the like okay. kind of big holes and flaws. Yes. I like, I love actually, I love that they just, bam, they're in it. It's like, it starts and then they're like, we're going to go find him and kill him. And then they do. Oh, yeah. I That's, like that too. Yeah. That really turned it on its head. It really actually, I was like. Oh snap! So there goes mm-hmm. at least one of my theories. <laughs> they, they, they did well at, yeah, messing with your expectations. And the first part of yeah, the first I don't know chunk of the movie, I was like, they're actually doing something like really risky with this. Mm-hmm. Well, by the end, maybe not so much, but because it starts off like as you would expect though it starts off very kind of serious and somber and yeah they track him down they find him they kill him like they just straight thor just straight kills him within like i, I don't know how long he was on screen but it seemed like 2 minutes of screen time maybe yeah and then in my mind that i just credits <laughs> but uh <laughs> I was like, wow, okay, wow, what are they going to do? That's yeah. kind of crazy that they just dealt with it that way, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And I I was surprised and not necessarily happy with, but I, whatever, I can accept it, I guess, 
that it was five years later before any more movie happens. Yeah, um, I have a little nitpick. I have some nitpicks with that too. But yeah, yeah it it's weird and it complicates things later too. I think, but mm-hmm. yeah, I was surprised by the five year time jump too. Yeah, it felt more yeah. like a year or two. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like I yeah, I, I kind of got into this in a message thread with Randy earlier where where it was like um, five years and we can't take the garbage out. I think in five years' time, we could get our act together a little bit. Uh, I, yeah, I get that. Well, we can't help it. We're going right into it. <laughs> it well, that's the problem with the movie. Like, it's all so intertwined. Um, I think, yeah, half the population's gone would mess Earth up for quite a while. In five years, though, I think they'd get their act together and, and start taking the trash out. There'd be half as much trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. We'd get our, we'd get the act together. Yeah. I liked, I also like, okay, so there's, for the most part, oh, the humor, the comedy, for the most part, I'm not everything. I'm super torn about the Thor gut. (laughs) It's funny, and it was unexpected, because you don't, Thor in this, like, he's a mess. There's almost all of this movie. He's Lebowski. They even call him Lebowski a bunch. Like, Yeah, Stark calls him Lebowski. (laughs) And he, I mean, he pulls it together enough to fight, but he never actually, like, it's not like all of a sudden six-pack Thor shows back up. Which is good. We get six-pack of Budweiser Thor the rest of the movie, <laughs> yeah. right? But, so that, I don't know. I'm conflicted on that. Like, it was funny, but then again, it's like, well, I don't know. It seems mm-hmm. easy. But uh, for the most part, the comedy was on point, I thought. Yeah. There was a there was a lot of just funny things and quippy mm-hmm. remarks that a lot of it landed for me. I remember laughing at several things. Yeah, there's a there, there were things Melanie laughed out loud at that no one else laughed, and I could tell <laughs> she like she laughed and then like was aware that nobody else in the theater was laughing. It's like oh, <laughs> <laughs> but it was so funny. It was funny. There was a lot of funny stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was slightly slightly upset. I think I talked to you about it. Not really. I wasn't really upset. I just okay. Paul Rudd. I know he's like the comedic. Mm-hmm whatever relief and he's not a genius like a lot of them are but he's not supposed to be stupid and they play him like he's stupid and i don't like that oh yeah i mean not that he's stupid but yeah i mean he comes up with the time travel idea basically yeah but so he's smart but he's not like the ant suit's not his thing no, he's just like a he's a he's a he's a thief. He's a he's, he's a, a heist. criminal mastermind. Yeah, he's a heist guy. But that's still mastermind. Yeah. Come on. But I that's his like yeah the no that's his comedy character is you know yeah kind, kind of dumb kind of the plain guy but yeah but not like dumb dumb just immature dumb maybe yeah okay I can accept it then let's move on. Uh, so what comes they next? did muddy oh. the waters with his intelligence a little bit though though they're like it's like what is he is he smart is he not smart yeah because the time travel thing like mm-hmm. that's pretty smart i guess although even though he didn't come up with you know pin particles and the suit and all that he's used it he's been around enough he would pick things up mm-hmm. and he spent a lot of time in the uh whatever the zone qu- or the quantum, quantum realm or whatever yeah i mean yeah. that's that's where it's like there were some leaps of logic in this movie uh oh, yeah. in terms of who did understand what kind of thing 
was like, mm-hmm. hmm. And <laughs> Banner got real dumb. <laughs> yeah. But it's not his field. <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. Well, it was well, his sure field there's... in all the other movies. He was pretty yeah. pivotal in Ultron. Well, I mean, you know, you you, you combine yourself with Hulk. Uh, you're probably kind of like <laughs> the super smart Bruce Banner and the not smart, the, the Hulk smash. You level out a little bit when you combine the two, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Like did, they, big, did, they reference, but... uh, did they reference the fix, Joe Fix-It stuff? Is it, didn't they kind of nod to that and say I was basically a bouncer in Vegas for a while? Oh, I don't recall. I don't remember. I don't recall. It was quick. I mean, it was three hours of movie to <laughs> to remember, so some of the Easter eggs get lost. Yeah. Oh, and especially with his delivery of stuff, he does. There's a lot of quick, like, st- not stammering, but rambling, kind of. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. So, yeah, possibly. There's probably a bunch of throwaway references in his dialogue that I missed. Yeah. Uh, okay. There's other stuff I liked, but one more other final thing I liked is I I have problems with Thanos, younger Thanos fight, but I like how they brought younger Thanos or, you know, past Thanos into it. I just like the kind of the concept of, I mean, they. The network. Uh, yeah. The neural network where Nebula, is it Nebula? She's Nebula, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Shows back up in time. There's two nebulas, and apparently they basically their neural network is in the cloud somewhere, so they can sense like there's some crossed wires and stuff. I don't know. I like that idea. I was like, well, in terms of like some of the kind of flimsy like connections they make to make things work in this movie, I feel like that's one of the better ways to do it. Like it was kind of interesting. I didn't see it coming. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I like that. As far as uh, you know, like jumping back to humor, just briefly uh as far as like thor goes um i i I loved seeing korg like korg's the fact that korg is in this movie like like it was like oh there's korg (laughs) and just how he's introduced so matter of fact like you remember korg yeah (laughs) and they're they're playing Fortnite basically and he's like noob master (laughs) (laughs) that was so ridiculous but it was it was fun and that whole thing, like they knew, they knew they had to. Mm. Those all the the characters that I, I wanted from Ragnarok, you know, the, the Val uh, Valkyrie and and uh, Korg, and whatever the little slug guy that doesn't talk or whatever he is, but he's yeah. a tag along with Korg. So yeah, they're there, and so I'm I'm good. My my major quib- quibble with uh, Infinity War has been taken care of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, also setting up for potential like as Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Thor is such a good fit with Guardians of the Galaxy. What yeah. what they did with him and I try not to like watch reviews and stuff before we talk about things, but I did watch some stuff about this. So I'm going to kind of echo something I heard elsewhere, but basically Chris Helmsworth, that's his name, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is actually a really good comedic actor oh, yeah. and it seems like they didn't know that. Until mm-hmm. a couple movies in when they're like, oh, we need to use this guy right. And yeah. then they did Thor Ragnarok and that became Thor. And mm-hmm. Chris Hemsworth, like, he, he is good. Honestly, like his, the he, attitude. he might have been one of the better parts of uh, the second Avengers movie. It's, it's like that's where they realized they could have fun with Thor was 
uh, Avengers 2. Uh, and him and sorry, go ahead. Well, just like he would throw out his like, fortunately, I am mighty. Like those kind of mm-hmm. like, like that's mm-hmm. where his uh, his arrogance actually dipped into actual quality humor. And then they just kept dialing it up from there. He, he, pairing him with Chris Pratt was the best thing that they could have done because yes. their their dynamic and and like the looks it's the looks the looks that <laughs> that Thor gives uh I, I think oh. that really makes Thor I think that makes Chris uh Hemsworth Hemsworth like really shine towards the very end he's on the ship like he's taking off with them which is he going to be in volume Guardians I volume 3 I think Probably. they confirmed that I think so Man if if he is James Gunn's back on board I am so on oh, board yeah. with, this, with that movie Yeah uh but God, he nailed it right at the end when he's just like <laughs> the attitude he's giving. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, you're yeah, you're Captain Force. <laughs> no, we know, we know who's in we, charge. Oh, yeah, we know. <laughs> oh, so good, they nailed yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, we're that was a high note. Yeah. Yeah. Are we ready? Uh huh. Where do for, we start? Are we though? ready for the bulk of the episode? <laughs> where Where do we start? Oh wait, no, one more thing. Yeah. I I totally get and 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 feels for um what's his name the archer guy hawkeye oh uh hawkeye. hawkeye yeah um and i like that they did that with him i mean i know it's not yeah that was a pretty supposed good to be a, yeah that supposed was to be a happy plot. thing but i totally that's what i that's what i see him doing if if that happened mm-hmm. if like his whole family was disappeared he'd go psycho and turn into a murderer yeah it's perfect yeah. no yeah i bought that that was a good way to to spin mm-hmm. the ronin character and we didn't get a lot with that, you know. Of course, it's there's a lot to cram into this movie, but no, I did like the setup of like they get like they're tracking. Uh, what's his name? I think it's Don Cheeto is trying to track him down, and he's basically like, we get there, and it's just a massacre mm-hmm. of these like Colombian drug dealers and wherever else and wherever else. And when we finally catch up with him, he's in uh, Tokyo or somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I, I like that. Actually, too. to big to piggyback that, like, I think it's a, before we totally leave the things we like, I think overall the character vignettes were solid. Like, n- like that reminded me of how much I liked uh, how Tony Stark is just, he's totally content to leave it all behind. And mm-hmm. like, the dynamic that they set up with him is like, no, I get it. I get it. Why would he want to keep fighting this battle kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I like what they did with him. It's, you know, I don't know if I totally bought uh, Captain America's ability to just keep pushing forward, but that's kind of who Captain America is. Um, Natalia uh, is, you know, Romanoff. She's she's Romanoff. I, I feel like that was fairly, fairly accurate. Uh, I like how... Um, I like how Rocket is basically there to uh, bust Captain Marvel's chops. <laughs> Would you get it? Would you get a new haircut? <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, speaking of Rocket, the one, it's such a, th- again, a throwaway line, but it's so good where Tony's back. I mean, he's a mess at first. And also, yeah, they like, I'm assuming it's digitally. I'm sure makeup, but also somewhat digital. They skinnied him up a lot at the beginning yeah. to the point where I was like, oh, like I don't remember him looking quite that rough in the trailers, which he might not have because they those trailers are not you know they alter those heavily. Mm-hmm. But he's emaciated. He's kind of Christian yeah. Bailey we were talking about pre-show. But when he's 
he's back on Earth and he's sitting there. And then Rocket says something, and Tony's just like, "I seriously just like, I seriously till this moment I thought he was just I don't know what he's like a stuffed animal or something like. He's just like, <laughs> yeah, like I see I didn't think he was a, a living thing. And and that's it. And then he just moves on. And it's, yeah, <laughs> that's right because he I, never I, met Rocket, did he? No, no, he was gone. Like he didn't. Yeah, the, he was already off in space with Spider Man, and that's right. And, uh, whoever else Strange. was out there. Yeah, that's but, right. Because uh, Rocket went with Thor. Mm-hmm. Because and Rocket and Thor were a great duo. They like, were. Oh, I'm so excited for that stuff. I did like, I, I did like the opening stuff, the somber stuff too. Yeah. I thought that was pretty well done. So before we really dive into our our complaints, I guess. Overall, I'll say I liked it. And even though there are a lot of problems, and this was my thing, like, this is why, like, slightly slight annoyance when Melanie really, like, jumped on it before we were even out of the theater. Like, there is, at the time, like, I knew there's a lot of problems. Yeah. But I feel like the fun and the good stuff, like, outweigh it to Mm -hmm. where I think, I still think it's good. I think it's good and it's entertaining. If we, if you know, more, if it were a DC movie, we would call this like a, an overwhelming success, right? <laughs> but Did, because we've gotten a certain level of excellence, and and we just came off of Infinity War, like like it's like you were not going to top Infinity War. Sorry. Basically, like I was not disappointed by right, this. Right. Like it still felt satisfactory. Infinity War. It doesn't touch Infinity War. Infinity War is such a good movie, especially then watching this and being like, oh, yeah, Infinity War so well put together. And because I guess a good place to start is this is not a movie. No. Yep. That would be my first complaint. It's a couple movies or it's like it's like three three quarters of a movie. Throw two hours on it. Give it to YouTube and you've got Cobra Kai. (laughs) You know, I mean, it's. It's they could have done that. They could have done like a mini mini series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I think really, it, and it did even while watching it. I was like, this doesn't because Infinity War. I think part of what makes it work is that it did tie in all this stuff, all these characters, this all these like kind of wildly different characters. I mean, they're all Marvel superheroes, but still, but it still felt fairly cohesive. It felt like a movie. I think you'd be kind of lost, but if you, you know, it's the whole thing of if you'd never watched a single Marvel movie somehow and then watched Infinity War, I think you'd be confused about a lot of things, but I think you could still enjoy it as a movie. Right. If you've never watched anything and you tried to watch this, I don't think any of this would make sense. And I don't feel like there'd be a satisfactory arc Mm -hmm. for you. In it. There's yeah, there's too many things going on. I mean, like there there is one central goal, but only in the same way that any TV like season of television maybe mm-hmm. has a big bad that you got to take down. There's like all these subplots and things that don't necessarily uh, tie back to it. It's it's just not as it's just not as succinct. Mm-hmm. It's I mean it's a lot of fan service. Yeah, which. People usually say in a you know negative way. I don't think it's a negative thing. Uh, if you're you're wrapping up a eleven year long, uh, twenty two movie plot line that you've kind of set up, yeah, it's fine. But it definitely does not feel as cohesive. It's much more jumbled. It's the pieces are more obviously separate pieces put together. They don't know how to do time travel. 
period. <laughs> oh, that's a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. It okay. Is. Well, let's do that then. That's my, that's the second biggest reason that I don't like the end because they don't, they're not consistent with their time travel rules. They're really not. So when they first explain the time travel rules, they specifically call out back to the future and how it's not that it's not when they travel back in the past, they're not altering their past. They're basically, it's creating new timelines. And the way they explained it is basically they can't change anything that happened. They can't change the past, Mm -hmm. but they can travel back into the past. Mm -hmm. So I read that as like, basically we want to do time travel, but we don't want to interfere with any of the other movies that have already happened. We don't want to muddy that up. Right. Mm -hmm. But, but they didn't even stick to that. And I didn't even think of this, but the way Captain Marvel or the way Captain America goes out, like that doesn't, that's not in line with their time travel rules because he would have went back into a different timeline. Yeah. We never would have saw him. Never showed up. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. He wouldn't be living there and then like, show up to wait like that's back to the future time travel rules like they muddied the waters even yeah. more than they, they couldn't even to. stick to their own rules that they yeah. established for this movie right yeah Ugh. so when you get into it i that seems like the first thing you really jumped on melanie mm-hmm. would they try oh so what they do oh, so for people that are not maybe tracking what we're complaining about they used quantum mechanics and quantum theory to go ahead and and explain their time travel and the reason that it was okay is because in quantum quantum physics uh it's that whole multiversal theory where it's like well our our universe doesn't cease to exist because every universe is based on a series of uh events that could go one way or the other so you have all these Mm -hmm. different dimensions that are you know this the multi-dimensional theory, right? So you can go back and change a thing and it doesn't matter to this dimension because that happened in that dimension. And it's lazy time travel is, is the way that Randy kind of po- uh, yeah. termed it. And I totally agree. It's totally lazy time travel. And again, mm-hmm. they didn't stick to it because then how you get back to your own timeline. If you went back and changed the past, good luck getting back. Other than they had specific coordinates for their... uh for their destination and the return. Well, it felt like a, it felt like a, they want to have their cake and eat it too thing mm-hmm. where they're like, well, we know we need to use time travel to fix this somehow, but we don't want to undo the last movie mm-hmm. or any of the other movies. That stuff still happened exactly like it happened. So how do we make this work? And their thing was, we have to return the stones to the same time that we took them and not change anything. But just them going to take the stones does change things because it's already different. Yeah. So it's moot. And and they only feel yeah. that way because of Tilda Swinton. Like Tilda Swinton's the only one that's like, no, you can't do this because think about it. <laughs> think about what you're doing to us. Yeah. It's morally unethical. It's basically it's like she, she posed the, the moral question and uh, yeah, because- Banner's like, Oh, oh, it is a jerk move. <laughs> I mean, even the way it resolves itself doesn't actually fix anything. It essentially just created a new timeline where they were able to fix it. The 14 billion other timelines, they're all still screwed. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. 
And I, the, I don't care if it's they're trying to use, how are you going to murder yourself and live? That just doesn't seem right to me. Right. Well, see, yeah, and I know that's that's because back to the future. Not, it's not back to the future time travel rules, they say. So that's how you could do it. Because that she, yeah, she murdered herself, but that's herself from a different timeline, which makes the whole thing even same, more. Same thing money. with Thanos is like, if we're going to pull Thanos from the past before he's ever gotten the stones, we can murder him and it still won't ruin anything. Even though mm-hmm. if we, if we were to apply actual time travel logic to it, uh, then that would undo everything. Like we, we so stole why- him out of the past and we killed him in the future. Uh, then everything should be undone. But it isn't because this is an alternate 1985. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, why does Scarlett Johansson have to be dead? If they, Why couldn't they just snatch her out of the timeline? Right. I mean, I keep hearing the Black Widow movie is still on the schedule. Oh, yeah. So would that hmm. come? What's... Well, that's the yeah. other question is where does Gamora fall into the, all this then? Because yeah, in the yeah. one timeline, she's sacrificed because of Infinity War. Um, but then, yeah, ScarJo, she's, now she's the one that's sacrificed. So who's sacrificed mm-hmm. and who's not and who's still alive and who isn't? Yeah, because she suspiciously just disappears from the movie completely. Mm-hmm. Right. Before uh, – the last time we see her is before Tony snaps – all the bad guys away. I mean, and would Tony, Tony have differentiated or would he have snapped Gamora? He, I think he'd he never met snapped, Gamora. Yeah. He would have snapped Gamora cause she was with them. Right. Like, but we don't see that since we don't see that. Mm-hmm. I'm, she's still around somewhere. Yeah. And another thing I didn't think about, man, this one article, they it's nitpicks, but like, it's kind of not Steve Rogers. The whole cap, the whole captain, like, yeah. and this person, like, I, I could tell whoever wrote this article, uh, this, this, and listener, you might have seen it if you've looked up any of the art- articles. It's one of the first that popped up. But, uh, so he was supposed to go back and put all the, because Banner says, for whatever reason, you've got to put them back at the exact moment. If they actually had done that, I know it's not back to the future time travel rules. He would have showed up. When they were taking it out, right? Like they'd be there mm-hmm. if he if it had to be at the exact same moment. There'd be three of them. Yeah, I mean, really, oh, and yeah. But also, he went back with the stones. For the most part, almost none of them were in stone form when they took them. Mm. Like the tesseract was the tesseract, and then right. there's the scepter, and the one. Is he gonna? How is Steve Rogers, Captain America? I mean, I know he's got super soldier serum in him. How is he going to one get the soul stone back on this planet wherever? Yeah. Two, inject the one stone back into Jane on of Asgard. How mm-hmm. how does Captain America do this? Right. They it doesn't make sense. Like it's not possible to do. You can't I just send him back in like Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. That yeah, that it, it does fall apart. But again, the time travel thing, I think I could enjoy it in the moment because like I mean, I said, you don't have to think as, about it. It is lazy time travel. Um, it, is. it is. I read it as like, whatever. You know, we could do whatever. It doesn't matter. The problem is that when they don't do... And the the alternate timelines could be interesting, but they didn't really exploit that specifically. Because I guess when you think about it, where they stole the stones from, that place is still 
screwed because yeah. mm-hmm. Steve Rogers wasn't there putting it back as they were taking it. Mm-hmm. So he never went back to those timelines. Well, actually, <laughs> right. I guess he didn't take it from that one. He took it. They took theirs from the 70s, which was weird anyway. But, but he went back with all the stones. He was supposed to put them all back. Yeah, I know. Why didn't they just keep the soul stone? Yeah, I mean, that was just yeah. out on the planet. Yeah. They didn't need that. Nobody needs that. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's another one. Randomly get like, sacrificed to that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And yeah, I mean, Thanos isn't even alive to go back and kill his daughter. So <laughs> at least that universe doesn't need a soul stone. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, that said, as soon as they said time heist, I was like, all right. <laughs> oh, yeah. They even say time heist. Right. It's a time heist. Uh, I enjoyed that stuff. Going back into the other movies, I thought that was fun. It's all fan service, but... One of my beefs, just, just, you know, with the time travel thing, was, so these people are gone, and then they're here, so for them, it's been a second, but it's five years later. Like, what's his butt's daughter is grown up, and mm-hmm. some of the, I mean... They, they act like these people are just going to, oh, I'm going to go back to my life. But yeah, no, you're not because it's five years later. It's five years later. Your life's right. gone. Some of the people that you left are probably dead now. Yes. Uh, yeah. The, fi- the five-year thing is... Such a I weird choice. Such a weird choice. It's a weird choice from a storyline like because they set it up. Like Tony didn't have a... To- I mean, from a character point of view, Tony Stark does not want to lose his daughter. Yeah. And I get it. But from an actual like, uh, broader story that's point why. of view... Maybe because uh, you're like a two-year-old, you're not going to get a lot of speaking lines out of. So it has to be. Yeah, she that, has to be a five-year-old. Yeah. But it's from a story, a storyline, uh, story-wise, it's a weird choice. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a weird choice, and it still puts the world in a weird place. Yeah. Um, and it still didn't bring back a lot of my favorite people. Uh, like Vision. Yeah. Vision, I get though, because he was the stone. Like he, the stone was him. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I I get that, but what about Loki though? Right, Ooh. exactly. Except I love Loki. That happened before Except the snap, so Loki, they messed the timelines all up. He got the Tesseract and disappeared. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah. So we do he, have a Loki somewhere out there. With Loki's the tesseract. out there somewhere with the Tesseract, which is I'm guessing a different timeline than when they went back and stole, then decided to just steal it from the 70s. Mm-hmm. Now, was but the, yeah. So what was the Tesseract? Was the Tesseract space? Or was it mind? I'm not sure. I'm going to say space. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't recall. Well, he poofed. Oh, so that would be space then, space right? Space then. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Who knows? Who knows? Anyways, <laughs> but, but it's like, yeah, he could he could wind up being anywhere now. I mean, I know where he's poofed off to. The new Disney live streaming live action yeah. Loki series they've been talking about for ever now they could get their continuity right enough to fix that but (laughs) they couldn't they couldn't understand where they went wrong with captain america yeah yeah i i liked it though but i didn't think about the fact that that's not how their time travel works yet it is yeah i just felt like the way they handled it was like the very risk-free yeah way to do time travel they didn't want to deal with all the possible complications, which I always think are the most interesting part of time travel movies. Yeah, the too. Back to the Future stuff. Yeah. What did they change? Um, but 
Yeah, they just wanted to go back, and the risk was, did, are they going to get the stones? That's the only stakes. We yeah. went back, we set up the cage, and we set up the gun. <laughs> uh, and then the other thing, and I've seen the meme going around where they're like, so Doctor Strange's big plan required a rat to randomly <laughs> yeah, yeah. let the, Scott out of... Yeah. yeah. The, the only universe where they could win was a universe where the rat stepped on the van. <laughs> and it is ridiculous, but I'm fine with it because I mean it wasn't his it wasn't Doctor Strange's big plan. He just went through all the all the uh you know possibilities and out of what 14 billion or whatever he said, one of them they survive. I'm going to guess it's just the one where the rat happened to step <laughs> on the thing. Happened yeah. to be well, on the thing, yeah. There's probably like 10 or 12 where the rat stepped on the thing, but that's the one where the rat stepped on the thing and this happened and, and that happened. Yeah. yeah. You know what I really, really didn't like? Oh God. Okay. <laughs> yes. Let's yeah. do this. Yep. The, the girl lineup. Yep. What in the crap is that? That is so, that made me so angry that, that I can't fully like this movie because of that, because of that shoved in bull crap that means nothing. And it just offends me. I really like, okay, yeah. So, I mean, you said it, but it's specifically that moment where all the female superhero characters during the big battle at the end. Stopped what they were doing. Even though a lot of them are (laughs) a different, like one scene, like two cuts ago were on the other side of this whole area. Suddenly they're all together in one shot so they could run together and look awesome. Yeah. I appreciate what they, I appreciate the idea behind it. I don't. Well, I mean, I like girl power. Yeah, no, that's not the way you do it. I like your take on it. The problem is, like for me, don't shoehorn them in, in together. Mm-hmm. If if your female characters are really that important, they will just be there. Yeah, they'll do their own important things, or just follow the book and let the freaking female be the one who kills Thanos. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it's weird that they made it Tony. It wasn't Tony. Well, he snapped him. Yeah, but he didn't kill him. Who killed him? Oh, Cap no. and Thor killed him. Cap and Thor. Thor killed him with the with the thing in the beginning. Oh, in the beginning, oh, but at the end it was oh. the snap. Yeah. Well, the beginning one doesn't count. Well, either way, both times then. Still, should have been her. Should have been Nebula, and she deserved it after all the crap that he did to her. Mm-hmm. So it is weird that they took that away. Yeah. Instead, she kills herself. <laughs> That's crap. But I like your take on it specifically. And I don't know, I think it kind of articulates, like you articulated well what kind of bugs me about it, what I found cheesy, but I think, and partially it's just me being a guy, like I get what you're saying, but I was just like, well, that's super cheesy, but okay, whatever. (laughs) But I get it. Hey. (laughs) But I, I, hey, I get it. (laughs) But, and I I don't want to, I want you to say it, I don't want, but you said it feels like it condescends to you. It is. It, it talks it, down to it you. It does. It's like, here you go. It's a little pat on the head for the little lady. Screw you. <laughs> oh, my God. The way you put it. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't blame you for feeling that way because I feel like that's what it is. It is what it is. It, 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 and, and they're proud of themselves for it. Yeah. And yeah. that is even worse because they really don't get it. It's, it's the Lady Thor thing for me, 100%. Mm-hmm. Which, oddly enough, like... Okay, so this movie does like the passing of the torch for a few things. I feel like the way they set up the quote unquote passing of the torch for Thor, although she doesn't actually, it's not, she doesn't become Thor, 
but they set up the uh i don't know what her name is but the valkyrie, valkyrie yeah to basically take thor's spot yeah and i think that works like she's a great character yeah she's interesting and that was a organic way to work her in there right i agree with that and she's a strong character that was better than the comic book Whereas the comic yeah. book, you know, like whatever, she just happens to be there. But at no point did somebody walk up to the Valkyrie and be like, you know what? You should be like, I should be fighting you because I'm a bad guy, but I get it. <laughs> right, get right. It. No. Yeah. She would just take punch me to jail. First, she would be drunk and then she would just punch them in the face. Yeah. What is Captain Marvel doing in any of these movies? Like, honestly, I was going to ask: Have you? Did you guys uh, see Captain Marvel? Did you see no. that? Or is no. this your first exposure to her? Okay, and then what do you think of her? Because, like, uh, I thought she was going to be. First of all, I thought she was going to be a much bigger deal in this. Not that she wasn't a big deal at all, but I. They made it sound like she was kind of the linchpin to this thing going in. Uh, but yeah, what what were your thoughts? I don't care for her. She seems like a, a bad word. Yeah. Like one of the worst bad words, even. So I, the post credit scene sets her up, and then they're like, you know, well, Ant Man. There was Ant Man, but that kind of ties into it as well, uh, and most of that took place before the whole situation, anyway. But and then for the most part, the only like then her movie comes out. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, well, they're going to situate her to be a big deal, right? And then they don't. Like she's. <sighs> So I've seen so many references to Pooch it for to the Simpsons where the itchy and scratchy where they like write Poochie out where it's just like, now I have to go back to my home planet and it's just like not even animated. It's just this animation <laughs> cell lifts up and then mm-hmm. like just she's there and then in the two scenes she's in, it's a flimsy excuse to just get her out of there as quick as possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or three scenes. All three scenes is the same thing. She shows up in person and then she's like, well, but there's more important. Like, I've got a thousand other planets to look after. I'm leaving. It's like, yeah, but the people on this planet are the ones dealing with the direct threat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, what what are you doing? And then on the hologram, she's like, well, I got a thousand other planets. And then she shows up at the end. Deus Ex Machina's the spaceship. Fortunately, she does not actually like, because if she just showed up out of nowhere at the end, killed Thanos and saved the day, like that would have been real crap. Right. Mm-hmm. This way, at least it, she doesn't feel like a complete deus ex machina because you could take her out and nothing changes. Yeah. Yeah, really, really. Because this, uh, once the snap happens, all those ships disappear anyhow. Exactly. Right. So with the exception of getting Tony back to Earth. There's, you could take her out of the movie and the movie changes and changes nothing. Like, mm. why is she in this universe at all? Why was there a Captain Mar- Marvel movie? Why? I don't understand her purpose. Mm-hmm. Now, as a character, my, you know, Captain Marvel as a character, I think is fine. And her purpose was to make Disney more money. <laughs> I hurt. I don't. The, the actress. I think she sucks, though. Like I don't in think this she's... movie at least I didn't see the other one, but she yeah I, no, she, she was, was unlikable. No. She was a yeah. little better in her own movie, but not much better. Like she, she's just kind of wooden, you know. Like she's yeah. just kind of stoic and uninteresting. Yeah, she doesn't seem like she cares, and she obviously thinks way too highly of herself, which is another issue that I had. They all think highly of themselves, which is fine because they're superheroes, but get over it. Um. And I know you say she's Superman. Okay, she's Superman, but Superman can't just beat up everyone and everything and succeed. 
they're superheroes that have powers that are at least somewhat comparable. Like Thor's a freaking god. He can't do anything against her. I mean, really? I don't know. I just don't I just don't like when they try to make it, you know, she's so much better than all of the rest of them. I don't know. Although it's nice that, you know, she's a woman, I guess, but not really. Cause she's a bad word. If she was nice, then maybe it'd be different, but okay. I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to validate a certain segment, a certain very vocal segment of the fandom's like argument. Oh and yeah. I, because for the most part, I don't think it's valid, but Marvel is not handling the Captain Marvel thing. Well, mm-hmm. I like the idea of it, but the execution is not great. And part of it is, is it's an overcorrection, you know? It's, yeah. It's the, you know, Yeah. They dropped the ball by not having a Black Widow movie. They absolutely missed an opportunity mm-hmm. there. Exactly. Yeah, but Captain Marvel was not the solution to that Mm-mm. problem. Scarlett Johansson and her character are so much more interesting, and I can't. The, I can't think of a word. I would much rather have seen a movie for her. Mm-hmm. Then, well, I don't even care for Captain America, so I'd rather see that than Captain America. Um, and the first <laughs> Thor, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. but she's been she's been consistently awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. From and, from and, her very first appearance in uh, yes. Iron Man two, she's probably the best part of Iron Man two, to be honest. I, yeah. I can't believe they didn't like really jump on that. And maybe it's because she doesn't have superpowers, so they don't know what to do. But get the guys behind like Winter Soldier. Yeah, Winter mm-hmm. Soldier. This. Cap's superpowers made for some cool action scenes, but was not essential to the story. Mm-hmm. It was kind of an espionage, like yeah, weird Sylvia. The whole the the Winter Soldier thing. I mean, uh, yeah. Bucky and all that. Like they can make an interesting story out of characters without superpowers. Yeah, they do. Star Lord so was I, better before he was like he was better in the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie, and he's just a guy with a spacesuit. Mm. Yeah. So like I don't. Maybe it's because she doesn't have superpowers, but I don't know what the hesitation was. People have been wanting that movie for years since the first Avengers. Yeah. And they just like grasped onto this Captain Marvel. It's like Captain Marvel's coming. Captain Marvel. It's like, well, who cares? <laughs> you have, we have given no us investment nothing about this yeah. character. We don't she doesn't appear once. There's like a super vague reference to her at the end of the movie that came out like Shortly before Captain Marvel. So, mm-hmm. what? And from what I have seen of her, which is not much, I'll admit, I don't really want to see that movie anyway. She, I don't care. She doesn't She doesn't matter. And she has no character. I mean, she's... You know what I mean. No, that's the thing. Like, uh, Jesse, you said something about she it, She kind of lacked charisma. Yes. And that's the thing. Like, she's got... There's, there's no personality. And the personality that I see there, I don't like. And I think it's the actress, but like... She might as well. You might as well have cast the chick from Twilight, because <laughs> she, yeah, it's very similar. Dead inside, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> nothing there. There's nothing there. It's nothing to grab onto. That makes well, me so I mean, sad because that that ruins good movies, like that one Snow White movie, or was it Snow White? Yeah, yeah. That was Huntsman. a decent movie, except for her. And I'm like, why you put main character a big nothing? Otherwise, the movie would have been okay. Well, it's so funny. Was it in the pre-show or was it this episode where we were talking about... It was a pre-show where we were talking about that Jesse Eisenberg movie with yeah. her. <laughs> how before before we said who was in it, 
Jesse, you were like, oh, I was that on sounds board. like an interesting movie. And then we said the actors, and you're like, that sounds like a terrible movie. <laughs> it makes a huge Casting difference. alone yeah. just ruined that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain, Mar- I haven't watched- Captain Marvel, um, you have to remember that Samuel L. Jackson is in it, so it automatically gets, <laughs> automatically gets better <laughs> by having mm-hmm. him in it, because he's great in it. Oh, what do you say? A man has to make it better? No, no he's a better actor. <laughs> I I kind of feel like, and you know, uh, blonde white woman is who you're gonna ch- whatever. But maybe it's the writing too. I don't know. Like they wrote this character to be a very by the book, almost alien slash human. You know, like she is a Cree warrior that doesn't get affected by much of anything. Like she, maybe she's just a boring character. Full stop. I guess. I mean, maybe, maybe, we, maybe I can't totally fault Brie Larson on this if it's uh, if it's the way it's written and the way it's well, has directed. Any, but ha, ha, has anybody read any um, uh, Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel with her is well, the... she's changed an awful lot. The character has, so mm-hmm. it's it's difficult to say because a lot of the a lot of the Carol Danvers stuff that I've read was pre the this version of Captain Marvel. Like she she kind of becomes before she was Ms. Marvel. And that's that again, that gets into that very vocal uh sect of the internet that doesn't need any more attention. Sure. Because that was their whole thing, you know. I mean we even know one of them that's like this isn't Captain Marvel, this is Ms. Marvel. And Captain Marvel really- is the guy that says Shazam. <laughs> if they really want to commit, like, why didn't they go with, at least, I'm sure it's changed since, but the last Captain Marvel I seen in the actual comics was, um, and maybe it was a different lady who was Captain Marvel at the time, I think, but she was like a Middle Eastern lady of some kind. Oh, you're thinking Ms. Mar- M- Ms. Marvel is, is Middle Eastern. Oh, Kamala. oh, they are different. Is it Kamala something? She, yeah, she's got a name. Didn't we just come out with a Shazam, Shazam movie? Yep. Yeah, that's DC though. Yeah. Oh. The the the, the Captain. Well, I mean, he was Captain Marvel too, but they don't generally. They've been calling him Shazam, basically. They kind of did away with that because, uh, because originally he was Captain Marvel, but DC has him, so. Okay. They. I'm assuming they worked out a deal. They're like, okay, we won't use that anymore. You have Captain Marvel. We'll have Shazam. Yeah. Okay. Well, it would be nice if we could use that because that looked like fun. They're competitors, but. They're also the two tight. Well, they were. <laughs> now it does seems like they don't matter because they're absorbed into these huge to Disney and Warner Brothers. But mm-hmm. they were the two titans of the comic industry, so they I, they would work together a lot to, I think, stifle po- possible rising competition. Uh-huh. Um, they were they were basically the two party system of the comic book world. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, yeah. they really, yeah. Well, like superhero is is copyright. Yeah, or trademarked or whatever. Who owns it? DC and Marvel. Huh. Yeah. Huh. How do you share that? Funny. <laughs> Funny how that works. Anyway, wow, we got a little off topic, but so Endgame was okay, except for the time travel and uh, the misogynistic pat on the head for women. That, the... Yeah, those are the main. Those really are the big two that that annoy me. They really took the. The lady that's the, that is forever my reference point for this topic. The Lady Thor thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. The you know, hey, I get it moment, mm-hmm. which is just because they ignored it's all the story beats to make it happen. 
They ignored yeah. every story beat to make it happen. Like if they, it would have, it still would have been bad if they all arrived at that exact moment. But that would have even made more sense than, oh, we just, it's like they all came charging in from the same point in the screen. And it was like, yes. in order to make that happen, like they would have had to drop everything they were doing five minutes ago to go get in that position. Yeah, half of them were off doing other things. Yeah. yeah. Except for that one shot they had to get together for their, like, their this you, is this is our money shot. It's like, exactly. It's like it's like they were all fighting. They're like, oh no, there's a picture opportunity. Let's get there. Woo! <laughs> we gotta get to the photo yeah. op. Yep. Yeah, it was yeah, I agree. It was that was pretty bad. And I have a feeling a lot of people though really liked it. I have a I mean, I have a feeling a lot of people really hated it. It's a cool visual moment, but it doesn't make any sense story wise. Like if you put some effort into setting that up so that it made, you know, some type of sense, it would maybe be less, feel less condescending perhaps, but it's like, there was no effort to set it up. It's like, we need to save some money. So what we're going to do is we're going to create a poster moment and, uh, we're going to keep it in the movie. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of fan service in this movie. There's a lot of things that are just there as fan service. And when you look into it, like it falls apart, it doesn't really make sense, but it's just most of it. I get it because it's fan service. But this one, I I get why it would be insulting. I, I get your point, Melanie, and I yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm not glad you feel that way, but I'm glad you're here to put it that way because I thought it was cheesy and I didn't really like it. But I wouldn't have thought to like really word it that way. Mm-hmm. That's because I'm a woman, and I'm not like I'm not like a super feminist, but you know, I think we can. I think we're equals. I was to say you're our he-man woman hater. <laughs> yeah, well, because chicks are, God, they're annoying, and <laughs> you know I get it, but, but okay, I'm not saying okay, every woman can't do everything that a man can do, but there is some woman that can do what any man can, what this man does. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For yeah. every job there is, there's some woman who can do it. So in that sense, we're equal, and I wish that people would. Just accept it already and move on. Well, equal and equal doesn't mean special. No, it means treatment is not special treatment. Right. Exactly. It's not talking down. No. You You don't have to. You don't have to make it easier so that a chick can do it. You just let her freaking do it. (laughs) God, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. So my my hot take. uh, I had two hot takes. One of them was that. Yes, I like this movie, but it, but Infinity War was better. Period. Full stop. It's a better movie. Uh-huh. Uh huh. My other hot take is I still like Cobra Kai better. <laughs> I liked Cobra Kai better last year, and I like Cobra Kai better this year too. Yeah, I mean, I haven't watched season two of Cobra Kai yet. I haven't watched either one. Oh my god! Uh, oh my god! I can't wait for you guys to watch it. Oh, I, you're gonna be waiting for Melanie. I think. <laughs> oh my god! No, it's so um, good. ah, nah. That's the thing I is mean, like everybody was telling me how emotional this was. Um, did you, like, we didn't talk about that? No, I'm glad you. I mean, we that. kind of mm-hmm. did. We just barely touched on it. Did you guys cry? Did you need a whole box of 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 Infinity Gauntlet tissues? Randy's a man; he doesn't cry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sometimes I get an ear ir- tint in my eye, but that's as close as it gets. Was your theater yeah. dusty? Oh man, no. <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. There was a couple, uh, nothing got a tear out of me. Mm-hmm. There's a couple 
moments I can't and honestly I can't remember what they are that like one of them might have had to do with Spider-Man. But even like even the end of even Spider-Man's big moment that seemed to get everybody in uh Infinity War didn't get me. But there were a couple moments where I could feel the dust particles hit my uh my eye, my tear ducts a little bit, but like nothing to actually make tears. But for the most part it didn't have the impact that I think it I mean, I'm sure it did for some people, but it didn't have the impact of like something about the Tony scene. That would have been like the main thing. That would have been the main thing. Right. Uh, the ScarJo thing. I did have a tear or two. Oh. I know, and I usually don't. But one of them was for for Scarlet, and then I had one, and it wasn't really for Tony. It was when the body. Well, kind of. It was when the bodyguard was talking to the little girl. That got me. The bodyguard was talking to the little girl. Yeah, Tony's Tony's bodyguard was oh, talking to his daughter happy, at the end. Happy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was oh, yeah. that was kind of brutal. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna get you all the cheeseburgers. And I was like, oh my god. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. That was pretty good. Yeah. Those two. Those were the two. And it was like I was bawling. I just had like a lonely teardrop roll down my cheek. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think. I think part of the impact is lost was lost for me just because I I've honestly been expecting Tony to get written out. Oh yeah, yeah. He actually at least la- the, he lasted longer than I ever thought he would. Yeah, mm-hmm. since at least the second Avengers, Avengers at least. I thought he wanted to leave uh, and in Iron Man three. I I remember hearing Iron Man three was the last Tony Stark, but I guess it was just the last the Iron last Man. Iron Man like lead. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I guess if they keep offering you more millions every time you say that at the end of a movie, they're, it's why not? Okay. Yeah. yeah. How many? Okay. Well, and you know, like they can, they can just, they can keep bringing them back. There's this whole storyline where Tony Stark is an AI that he programmed into basically Friday, uh-huh. you know, Friday and, uh, and Jarvis and all that, like he he has an AI version of himself in the comics, so they can bring back uh, Robert Downey Jr. anytime they want. I mean, at that point, all they have to do is like, hey, come do some voice acting. Yeah. And they'll just, I mean, they CGI a young Robert Downey. They could just CGI a hologram his face. No, no. You know what they need to do now? Hmm. They need to wait like 10 years or so, and then they need to have like... Ant-Man's daughter and Tony's daughter and, you know, all, like that. Oh, do the whole future Avengers thing. Uh-huh. That's their long game for their female team. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> they, well, and then they'll have them, you know, get trained by the old guys that are now the old guys, but that are the new guys right now. Oh, yeah. Old Stuff man like Logan, because now they own X-Men. <laughs> they do own X-Men. I kept, okay, so the weird thing that I thought was a spoiler, which really wasn't even a spoiler at all, was somebody said, the scrolls are back. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, crap. Did they really work the scrolls into this movie, too? They just had a movie where the scrolls were a big deal, um, which is Captain Marvel. There's no spoiler there mm-hmm. because it's in the it's in the trailer. Um, and and I thought, oh, oh, no, that's it's going to they're going to work in the Fantastic Four stuff. They're going to work in this stuff. And uh, it wasn't it wasn't part of it at all. Yeah, I'm a little surprised, I guess. I mean, that would have been a big, yeah, whatever. I guess they'll save that for. There's supposed to be like a mutant Easter egg somewhere in the movie. Really? I, yeah. I haven't dug into what are the Easter eggs, but apparently they did some kind of nod that mutants exist. Hmm. 
Besides uh, the the Red Witch or whatever. Besides Scarlet Witch, yeah. Scarlet Witch, whatever. They never that, explained her powers. That no, confused or, me. Yeah, like Jesus yeah. was born. She never. That way. She never used them. <laughs> you mean? Yeah. They no. They cha- They nerfed her powers. Yeah. They t- completely nerfed her powers from the comics. I like that she was slightly more powerful this time than last time, but. Was she in this movie at all? Yes, yeah, she was. Yeah, she fought Thanos. Yep. Oh, okay. You there took everything another, I love kind of thing. Yeah. There was another very interesting point was that I, I heard somewhere. Iron Man, Spider-Man, you know, I guess Doctor Strange. Either there like four, four of them in Infinity War were able to almost take down. Like they pretty much had him until what's-his-name kind of messed it up. But they were able to almost take down Thanos when Thanos had like four of the power stones or three of the power stones, whatever. Right. Yet in this movie, younger Thanos, no power stones, and the whole like none of they all can't take him down. I mean, mm-hmm. eventually they do, but like they have way more trouble with him in this movie. Maybe partially it's like, I mean, they're all pretty beat up at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he just bombed the building they were in, yeah. which I thought was a pretty good scene. Yeah. But. However, he has a lot of trouble, or they have a lot of trouble with him, where it's like, he should be way more underpowered. That version of him should be way more underpowered than what he was before. Mm-hmm. But now he knows that he, he's he got conviction. I kind of appreciate that he's a different Thanos. Like, he's a completely different character. Mm-hmm. And partially because he's younger and he hasn't done the stuff yet, partially because he knows he wins. Mm-hmm. But also, like he's bitter about it. He's like, because he, he sees changes. all those, uh, he sees all those uh, memories from Nebula, and he's like, "I won, and it didn't work." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still, you know, unhappy. Yeah, and I, I do like. I guess it's a little cheesy because it's like, well, the first time he wanted to take out half of everybody, so how do we up that? Well, he wants to take out everybody, but I like the reasoning behind it. I think that works. The idea of like, so I see that I. You know, I my life's goal, I see it like what happens because of it. That's disappointing. And I realized the, my mistake, like I need to get rid of everybody and just start over. And mm-hmm. so that it's actually kind of a logical leap, but it makes him kind of different enough from the first one to make him somewhat interesting still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I agree. I did like during the action scene, the the big one, the big war at the end. Uh-huh. How he shows up and it's all like, it seems all like, oh, and then I don't I hate that they call him. He's like Avengers, whatever. But that like everybody shows up and, you know, you, the Wakanda people are there and they bring their big ships. So it's actually an even fight. That uh, was, was a nice little fun moment, I guess. Was this the first time he's actually said that phrase on screen? I know they've like alluded to it, like at the end of, I don't even remember which movie was it Civil, not Civil War. End of the second Avengers movie, like they cut, they cut right when he's going to say it. Like, I think this is the first time he actually says Avengers assemble. Uh, You know, I feel like they say it every movie, but I don't think, I don't think they do. I, I, Sam Jackson said it at the beginning of the first one. Oh, that's right. That's true. But you're right. I don't know that he. The cap has ever said it. This might be the first time he said it. Oh, I know what we have to talk about. Uh Uh-oh. And uh, Cap Thor, Thor Cap. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. How do we Captain not know about oh, that? Yeah, yeah. I know Melanie's got a take on it, and I know Jesse's got a take on it. <laughs> okay, I'm fine with it. It's it seems kind of cheesy, but 
And I think this, I have a feeling this follows into like Jesse's take territories. Like, well, they've done it in the comics. So like it's right. fan service. Well, you guys go ahead with your fan service. My thing is, no. If he wants to have, <laughs> grab the hammer, grab the hammer, whatever. He's pure of heart or whatever. That doesn't make him a freaking god of thunder. That is, that is <laughs> Thor is the god of thunder without the hammer, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the hammer has no connection to the thun- through the lightning, I mean. That is separate from that. You can't just switch it up at the last minute and be like, oh, now he's a thunder god too. No, or lightning god, whatever the hell. Yeah, the the, the lightning, I think, yeah. No, I think you're right there. The lightning seems they did, to Yeah, least- they did kind of re- retcon that with the third Thor movie, and, and now this is them kind of going back on it. So, yeah, that is frustrating. Yes. Yeah, the, the, what are you, god of hammers? Right. It establishes that... The power of the lightning is with Thor. Yes. So that's, yeah, that's weird that they do that. It's also weird that, I don't know, Cap gets it and he just knows how to use it. He's flying around with it and stuff. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, well, that's weird. But him wielding it is fine because they did kind of set it up. Yeah. In the second one, like, he moves it slightly and Thor looks real nervous. Yeah. I also, I feel like, I get it because it's like a rah-rah moment. You don't even see him pick it up. He just has it, you know? Or did he? Yeah. Did we see him? Pick no, it up? he did, he did the like he did the come to me thing, which is also weird that he would know to oh, do that. Yeah. Where he held his hand out and then it came to him. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And Thor, Thor had a reaction to it, and I feel like it's the wrong reaction, but I get it. They wanted the like raw raw moment because he's like, I knew it. Goes I to knew him, it. And he's like, Yes, I knew it. But I feel like Thor would be. Like, he would have been upset. I knew it. If that would like happened. a negative, oh, be, like it. jealous because that's yeah. Thor style. The only good part he of stole it when he was <laughs> like he yeah. took it yeah. from old Thor. Yeah. The only I know, which is crap too. But yeah. anyway, the only thing, the only good part of that whole thing was the part where he's like, "You get the you get the little one," and gave him back the hammer, and he uh-huh. took yeah. the. Yeah, that's about it. You're right, though. I did like that fight. I like that. The thing though, like it started, and I was starting to like feel real exhausted. I was like, "Wait, are you like now we're doing the big CG battle? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. it feels like the movie yeah. should be ending about now. <laughs> right. Like, we should be wrapping it down instead of now. Here's the climax." Mm-hmm. But I did like it, even though I mean, it's all CG. You're just looking at CG, but I like the classic moves, the classic uh, like flipping of Milner and flying mm-hmm. through the air with it. Yeah. And the portals with all the other heroes pouring out, mm-hmm. like, all over. And just, like, it's just a mess of characters and people running around. And them footballing the the Iron Man gauntlet, uh, Infinity gauntlet uh, across. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man's got it for a while. I thought, yeah, that was all pretty fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. We were. Yeah, no, that was good. I, 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 we were a little all over the place, but not too bad. And so was this That's movie. How we are. So it's all right. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all over the place, and it we are like the end game. We are always all over. We the are place. the end game. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So again, a lot of problems, but man, it's fun. I am and am not looking forward to a rewatch. I am, but I'm not going to watch it all in once. No, all no. once because it again, it's not a movie. It's like it really is. It should, I don't know. It should be a mini series. It is a bargain, man. I went on Tuesday night, so I got to see this movie for five Whoa. bucks. <laughs> I was like, so like a three, uh, three hour movie for five dollars. We did fine. <laughs> I almost did, like, but I didn't want to wait for spoilers. And we were supposed to go see Pit Cemetery, but we didn't. Yeah, I'm sorry. We'll get a chance. I'm sure it'll be in the theaters for a while. 
horror movies always stick around. <laughs> no, I know Tuesday. Well, this week, whatever. Um, so, whew, what else we got, guys? Let's do a little. I know we got a little in-house news, and then we can uh, wrap this thing up. Uh, did you guys do Free Comic Book Day? Because that was literally yesterday. Yes, Free Comic Book Day was yesterday, and I did not. I you did didn't. not do anything. Oh, I no. I uh, did the usual. I went to Krypton Comics, and it was huge as always. And I was tired. I came home and I slept. <laughs> and that was it. Like I, I drew a lot of stuff. Um, probably the coolest commissions that we did were um, there was a gal that was going through and she was having people do Pepe the Prawn from the Muppet Show or for the, from the Muppet movies. Okay. And uh, one of the guys did uh, Pepe with the Infinity Gauntlet. So then she was going around and getting everybody to do um, Pepe the Prawn as Avengers. So I did him as Hawkeye. Because a lot of Fun. the ones I would have liked to do were already taken, but uh, so he's just doing like this, uh, you know, like hand behind his head pose, and he's shooting an arrow. And it was fun. No, I usually, I I usually do try to hit uh, the shops on Free Comic Book Day, but I did not this year. I just didn't want to go anywhere. It was a cluster of people, so you know, like I know <sighs> a few people are. that didn't go out because of that. It's like, um, yeah, nowhere to walk, nowhere to. You know, no elbow room. That doesn't sound like fun. I'm not sure when it's going to come out, but I recently talked face-to-face, more or less, to Matt D. Oh, hey. Uh, We mentioned, you know, Matt D, listener. He, well, hey, Matt D, you know Matt D. (laughs) He's listening. Uh, He's he's a long-time listener. He's listened through all our back catalog, which is insane, and... uh, He's written in many times. If you've ever heard a, a, a Jerry the Gnome talking on our show, that's Matt D sending those in because uh, he knows Jerry. And he does his own podcast now. And I will be a guest on episode three of 60s Reboot Pad- Podcast. Who? And I'm not sure an exact date, but I have a feeling that it'll probably be out here soon. What do you guys talk about? We recast. We basically come up with a, a our take on a reboot of bewitched he let me pick (laughs) he let me pick and uh, i was torn between because i looked through a bunch first off i don't know if i've said this on the podcast before but i know when i heard his concept for the his podcast i liked the idea but i was like man placing it specifically in the 60s it feels like you're boxing yourself in well getting ready for like he asked me if i'd be on and what i want to do so i looked up a list of like you know 60s tv shows there are so many iconic TV shows from the 60s like mm-hmm. I had completely forgot about and I don't think he's has to worry about running out of material for a long time. Right. There are so many shows from from the 60s. Um but looking through the list, I was torn between Bewitched or I Dream of Jeannie and I don't know why those shows specifically, <laughs> but those two shows Cuz they're very similar, really yeah. They are they are very similar. That's exactly it. And I like I like both of those shows. And I, maybe it's because they have they both have like a supernatural element or something. I don't know. But uh, and probably I'm gonna guess maybe uh your family might have something to do with it too because oftentimes the stuff that you watch when you're little, um, is what your parents watch. Yeah, maybe maybe. And I know my mom liked those shows a lot, and that's why I watched them. Well, and I mean of this. Thinking of that, like as what would be on TV when I was little, and looking at a lot of the '60s shows, I could, I could see a child me being like, 
this is boring. I don't want to watch this. Or the thing with the lady with superpowers of yeah. some yeah. kind, you yeah. know? Yeah. Or the witches. Like, I, yeah. But it was uh, like, ma- leave it to Beaver, but with magic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, I don't want to, I don't want to give spoilers for this episode. This, listener, you should go check it out. It was a lot of fun. Also, actually getting to talk to Matt D, like actually talking. As he said, as he says on the show, he's talked to us a lot. Oh, yeah. We just usually can't talk back to him. <laughs> it was more of a reaction <laughs> than a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, it was cool to talk to him, but not to give spoilers, but uh, maybe because of a certain show we happen to be watching at the moment, I was like, you know what? Let's do Bewitched. I have ideas. <laughs> oh, yeah. hey. Certain witchy show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Melly's yeah. like, oh, great. <laughs> can I, can I, I know give, we watch it every weekend. <laughs> can I give one like half of a spoiler? Yeah. Which dick do you prefer? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I'm not bleeping that because it's not. She's referencing the, uh, the, yeah, Richard. the two. Yeah. The two dicks that played Darren Stevens. Yes. Two actors. Dick something and dick something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, there's a great out of context clip. From the episode that I pulled out and sent to, sent to Melanie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of Melanie, uh, Randy, oh. you you guessed on a show, but so did Melanie. In a rare in a rare moment, uh, Melanie's on more than one podcast. Well, oh, you're yeah. right. Melanie was on a show that wasn't the Grolix podcast, which is mind blowing. Yeah, she was on the Grolix Cinematic Universe. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It was no, that was awesome. It was it was awesome having, and you you did great. Thank you. You were all about it. So what did we what did we what did you talk to us about? Uh, four rooms and from dusk till dawn. Yeah, which I enjoy both of them, and and for both of them, I really like a part of them, and then the rest is just kind of crap. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever. No, it was awesome having you on that show. It was a good episode. Like I, I, I listened to it and I enjoyed thoroughly. Oh, good. Yeah, I thought you did. And your cinematic universe was you, both of you guys, man. You guys, when you come on, you all, you you kill it with cinematic universes. They were great this season. <laughs> well, I mean, that's for me. That's the point, right? I mean, yeah. I I sometimes wonder if I should minimize the review sections mm-hmm. and like really focus on the cinematic universes. Yeah, but I don't know. But that's the whole point of the show. Is that's mm-hmm. the fun thing, right? Yeah, it was fun. I liked it. Speaking of GCU, because I seem to always promote it on this show and I don't promote anything when I'm on GCU, which is weird. But next episode, we are still lined up. We'll be recording it tomorrow or today, the day this podcast goes out. Uh, we still have Grindbin Podcast oh. lined up to join us. So hopefully next episode of GCU, we'll have the Grindbin, uh, at least one of the guys from the Grindbin Podcast, probably Mike. Um, and we will be talking about Death Proof. And Vanishing Point, which is heavily referenced in death, like directly referenced in Death Death Proof, so it's it makes sense. I wonder why those movies. Hmm. No, that was no accident. I mentioned, you know, well, I've, I've talked to them. We've t- been in talks to have Grind been on one of the, our shows mm-hmm. for years, um, but I tried to get them lined up. I think last season at GCU, and it didn't work out. And then this season, I was like, we're doing Tarantino, and Tarantino's mm-hmm. all like. It, Grindhouse movies was his school, his film school. Yeah. So, like, I had to get them in on one of them. 
And so I asked him and he threw out like, well, there'd be this, this, or this are the ones I'm most interested in. As, and of the ones, I was like, well, Death Proof is the most directly related to the type of movies you would cover on your show that yeah. you'd be known for. And I, of course, I said, like, maybe you don't want to do those kind of movies and I don't want to box. I don't want to put you in a box, man. But, uh, but I was like, how about Death Proof then? Because that fits perfect with Grindbin. Mm-hmm. It's that's your specialty. Good way uh, to promote so, them too, you know, like, hey, yeah, exactly, yeah. you know, exactly. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Sounds like fun. Uh, piggybacking uh, on that, since we're talking about friends of the show, uh, big congratulations yes. to Dustin Smothers, who recently got married. Oh, yay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for you. Sorry for <laughs> sorry, you. Sorry for you. Uh, but congratulations <laughs> for it. Uh, and we've had, we've had Dustin on the show a couple times uh, for Westworld and uh, Cobra Kai and all the things. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. We've had Dustin on several times, and uh, we've talked about him a lot. And he formerly did a lot of stuff with. I, he's still. I notice he's been popping up more on uh, pro wrestling mothership shows. But uh, yeah. And every time that he's brought up, I'm always like, "Is he related to Denny Smothers? Because I know him." Yeah, you know Smothers. Yeah. yeah. And he's great. So if they were brothers, they'd be the the Smothers brothers, which would be pretty good. Just, uh, <laughs> such an old <laughs> reference to make. Like, who knows what that is. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Do we have any other in-house stuff? I'm trying to think. Just two little blips. Uh, one being that the Nook Kickstarter was totally funded. I think it was funded before, mm-hmm. uh, y- your interview was even done. Uh, but yeah, they, they, they are, uh, fulfilling that, that stuff now. And, are they? uh, also we have new, you know, speaking of, uh, you know, Melanie showing up all over the place, we've got new games on our YouTube channel. Oh Yeah. We do. We got all kinds of new games on the YouTube channel. Now, I will give a disclaimer for this week. I don't have anything ready. I have lots of stuff recorded. None of it edited. I just haven't had an opportunity. So this week might be a little thin, but I got to catch up on some GCU uh, videos anyway. You made a, like, However, a lot of videos last week, though. Yeah. Last week, I caught up. I mean, that's kind of... We've been... <laughs> up until... I took a couple weeks off because I just needed to. Mm-hmm. But we were averaging three to four videos a week for for quite a while so you know we do pretty good um but gameplay videos so i finally finished judge dread i'm i'm a little lost without the dread voice (laughs) right do it's such a good crutch but i started playing slice dice and rice which is a uh i incorrectly said it in the video i said i think i Bushido Blade. No, Samurai Showdown I referenced. Mm-hmm. No, it's, I was thinking Bushi- Bushido Blade. It's that thing where it's a fighting game where it's basically one shot, one hit can kill you or the opponent because it's sword fighting. So I don't know. It's a lot of fun. It's basically like uh, it's described as taking place in an alternate Japanese underworld, like a, you know, afterlife type of situation. Mm-hmm. And then also... Uh, well, we'll jump to Jesse. Jesse, you started playing a new game as well. I did. I uh, started uh, the Swords of Ditto, and uh, I think we have two of those videos up. Yep. And I know I have uh, at least, I have two more. No, three more. I have three more done. About five episodes, and now i got to decide. Like Now we're in that point where it's like, first of all, Swords of Ditto is kind of like a Legend of Zelda thing, but mm-hmm. it uh, 
it's it's based around whether or not you win or you die kind of thing. Every time you win, it's a hundred years of peace for this this land, and then uh, every time you die, it's a hundred years of like the bad guy has ruled kind of thing. And uh, spoilers, I'm not very good at it, so there's <laughs> there's a lot of the bad guy winning so far. So we're kind of in that point where it's like I got to decide. Uh, do you guys get to watch me do all the grinds or do, uh, do we kind of abridge this, Grind between this thing and, uh, yeah. just do some of the highlights. So I think we're probably going to have to go that route because there's a lot of level up grind that happens, but it's fun. It's quirky. And, uh, I think it makes for pretty re- reasonably fun videos, uh, because mm-hmm. I, I get into it. <laughs> oh yeah, you do. For sure. It's less me being like freaked out and scared and me more like reacting and making weird sounds, even though the character makes his own weird sounds. I like your reading of the character dialogue. <laughs> I am, I have no consistency. Uh, just so you know, <laughs> it, like sometimes he's got an Italian accent and sometimes he's got weird uh, Christopher Walken-esque uh, dictation and yeah. And then I know this video came out a little while ago, but I have one other in the can. Ooh, I need to edit it. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a little bit of a bear to get to edit. But Melanie and I recently played. We were here, <laughs> and uh, it's an interesting concept for a game, basically. And it's an online thing, so like she she'd be at her house and play on her computer while I'm here. And one person is in it. Well. <laughs> It's a little misleading because the one person in a room has way more like area to explore than the one person who's quote out in the castle trying to get to the room. Mm-hmm. But one person's basically in the room with all the clues. The other person's out in the castle with like puzzles to unlock the next door to get further into the castle. And you've got to work over like, you know, verbally to figure stuff out. And uh, it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. Mm-hmm. But it, it's fun. Uh, yeah. And there will be more. Of different stuff. Yeah. Letters page. Letters page. Letters page. Speaking of Matt D. Two letters at Grolix.com. From Matty D. Subject. Letters page. Been a while. Hey guys, this is Matty D. I just wanted to write you in because you haven't had a letter from me in a while. There was something missing to your podcast. And that was the letters page. So if... Fellow listeners want to write in to the Grolix podcast. Write everybody in. Everyone write in right away at letters at letters. Sorry. Write in to letters at GrolixPodcast.com. Sorry, I messed that up, but you know where to write. Anyway, Randall, Jesse, and Melanie, what can I say? These have been some great episodes you guys have been kicking out. I am so excited that you guys have been doing interviews. This is great. Hashtag keep doing it. Hashtag more stuff. Hashtag <laughs> keeping the New Year's resolution alive. I did that because of Jesse. What can I say, man? Keep kicking out those hashtags. I love them. <laughs> anyway, these last two episodes, I really loved your interviews. I really loved what you covered on the comics. I particularly liked um, the interview that Jesse did with Andrew. Um, I'm really interested in checking out his web- Andrew's website. And I am going to try to order some of those uh, wonderful little blob things he was talking about because my kids just love obscure stuff. I mean, we went to a freaking um, Renaissance Festival and my kids bought sculpted rainbow poop. Yes, <laughs> rainbow poop from a unicorn. 
It's sculpted out of clay. Boy, do I hope it's out of clay, because if that was real, then there'd be horse crap everywhere. Ha ha ha. I said crap and not... <laughs> Ready for the Grolics? <laughs> anyway, um, thanks again, guys, for shooting out your love for my podcast and uh, giving me a shout-out. I really appreciate it. Randy, I am so, so thankful for all your help that you've given me. Um, but yeah, that's the last of the plugs for my show. Um, but yeah, I really like your guys' uh, last couple episodes. They've been really great. Unfortunately, I haven't tried Blood Realm yet. Um, I really liked your coverage of it. I probably will have to check it out on my Hoopla app because I really don't want to fork over money that, I, that the story will pull me out. So I'll have to read the first couple issues and make my own opinion. So... But that's all I really have for right now. Keep up the great work. More stuff. Keep bringing it, man. Um, also, Melanie, I would really love to hear what you thought of Captain Marvel, since you are the card-carrying woman hater <laughs> on the show, which I always find funny. Anyway, um, enough of my silliness, enough of my rambling. Guys, keep it up. And uh, this is Maddie D signing off. Peace out. A right. very uncharacteristically letters page type audio clip from him. Yeah, it was. It was great. And thank you. Yes. And hashtag we didn't do any interviews this month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. But we did a bunch. So, you know, yeah. we had to take a little interview break. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Thanks, Matt. All, a lot of encouraging words. It's very appreciated. And fortunately, we got Melanie's thoughts on Captain Marvel. Yep. Yep. Well, at least her part in Endgame. Maybe I'll make you, make you, maybe I'll make you watch the movie sometime. Maybe I'll put the movie on while you're here and see what happens. Yeah. Captain Marvel. I'm curious about it, but man. Yeah. So much appreciated, Matt. You know, so when I was talking to him and I don't know if this was on the actual episode or just off, you know, off recording, but I invited him on the show. And I was like, and of course, you know, I'm sure I mentioned it before, but you're always, you know, you're welcome to come on Grolics or GCU. And I was like, I've I've offered that before, haven't I? And he's like, uh, I don't know. And I'm like, have I never told you you could come on the show? Like, <laughs> of course. Yeah. I I swear I told him in letter form that we'd love to have him on the show. But if I haven't, man, that's an oversight. Yeah. I think we said it on the show once. Just once, only once, and if you missed it. (laughs) (laughs) That might have been the one episode you skipped when... That might have been the Infinity War episode. It was the Infinity War episode episode that he wasn't going to... he hadn't watched it yet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What what are the odds? Right? No doubt. Um, Yeah. We're we're, going to... Matt, we're going to have you on the show before long, for sure. Yep. And that's it for this episode. This has been Randy... Grolic Shoe 3000. And this has been Jesse Stark. I don't feel so Grolix. This is Melanie. Grolix. I know you know that. That's me. Can you buzz me in? Thank you for listening to the Grolix Podcast. The Grolix Podcast is a production of the Electronic Media Collective and Vorpal Arrow Studios. For more Grolix Podcast, visit GrolixPodcast.com. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Podcast, or follow us on Twitter at Podcast. We're also everywhere. All the time. 
all at once. I like the I like the new Spider Man man. I do too. Yeah, he's fun. I think he's good. Yeah. Are there people that don't like him? No, I don't know. Not not necessarily, but he's. I always thought Toby is it Toby McGuire? Yeah, is that his name? I always thought he was okay, at least in the first couple of Spider Man. Then he, you know, he started getting a little older and weird. But my, I thought he was okay. Andrew Garfield, I was never my really my opinion on those guys was that. Um, Toby Maguire was a better Peter Parker and uh, Andrew Garfield was a better Spider-Man. But like, mm. I didn't, I never believed Andrew Garfield as Parker and, uh, and Toby Maguire was always too awkward. Even, even in the Spider-Man role, like he didn't change. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense because uh, I think his Toby Maguire's awkwardness is what made him a good Peter Parker for me. Yeah. But yeah, you don't necessarily want that for Spider-Man. No, Spider-Man should and, be uh, like, talking the whole time yeah and this 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 kid i mean okay this kid talks the whole time all the time anyway but i don't know i think he's good and he seems likable and i haven't been able to get melanie to watch the spider-man movie but i enjoyed it i thought it was fun i've seen enough spider-man movies okay i'm done <laughs> but in this one i put the wrong Ro- robert downey jr's in this one yeah he's worth it so it's robert downey jr um, so. <laughs> I have no well, idea where these movies are going. But after we, this. but we love, but we love him three thousand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know either. Well, know. they kind of. I don't know if they really hint at it or not. Some people are like, "Oh, I totally get where it's going now." Like, really? You do? Because I don't. I don't. They pass the torch. They, to yeah, that's that, the only thing I, I do understand is that they passed the shield to Sam. That's it. But he, that doesn't make like he's not. He has the Falcon suit. That's what makes him anything. I guess Guardians I, is the only one that makes a lot of sense. Obviously, that one yeah. they can do. But I, they can, and I would like that, but I really don't see them making a movie around the Valkyrie character. No. Oh, yeah. I, I, I like it but because I like her character, but I don't – I just don't see it. No, I don't either. And nobody else matters. I mean, you know, yeah, kind of hinting, you know, like this whole Spider-Man thing uh, that maybe they are the maybe these other heroes aren't doing anything. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. have you seen the Spider-Man teaser for the next one? Uh-huh. Far from home. Uh, well, I, I mean, I've seen one some time ago. Yeah. With, with uh, his name Nick Mysterio. Fury and whatnot. OK. OK. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, that's right. Kind of implies there's no come. heroes, really. And that Spidey's going to have to step up. Interesting. Well, I mean, I'm sure they're going to do another Black Panther because mm-hmm. that movie did gangbusters. Right. But. And I, I feel bad about that one, too, because the movie, the the movie was OK, but then they like they, that's another one that they just shoved it in there to the other into the Avengers movies without any, yeah. you know, just to have it there. Right. Well, at least with that one, they had Civil War, you know, like at least they had the Civil War connection where those guys were hiding in Wakanda. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And Black Panther's kind of I don't know what phase, phase 3 hero, yeah. I whatever phase however they do it. But 
this feels, I mean, on the, on the one hand, this feels more like it focused on the original Avengers. So seeing how, seeing that this, the second movie, this recent one focused heavily on them as well. Okay. I'm assuming then with them gone, they can shift more towards uh, Black Panther playing a more central role in the universe. I don't know if they're going to do that, but you know, Black Panther and Spidey and whatever. It is. They do get sidelined a lot, though, real hard in these movies. Yeah. Mm. 